With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Sunday. And boy, oh boy, does it feel good to say that. Now, it was an interesting day. If I didn't see it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. So I'm going to recap it from start to finish for you. We start with the London game. We go 2-0. and We cash on the Jags and the Broncos under the 20 in the first half. Once again, when in doubt, bet the first half under. We also cash a Jerry Judy prop in that game. So we go into the first set of games at 2-0. and And then the first set of games... Well, all the bad stuff that happened to me last week where I really felt like I had the right handicap and should have won the game, like TCU thrown for 29 yards on fourth and one, up three in the fourth quarter with less than 30 seconds to go, things like that. I felt like I got back on Sunday. I went 11-0 and in the early games. We cash on the Panthers. We cash on the Vikings. We cash on Zach Wilson. We cash on P.J. Walker. We cash on Elvin Kamara. We cash on Terrence Marshall. We cash on A.J. Brown. We cash on Claypool. We cla- cash on Waddle. You get the drift. We are 13-0 after the first set of games. I'm on cloud nine. I'm trying to repeat what I did on Saturday, and I'm like, okay, I took the wife out to dinner. We did things. We socialized. Okay, I got to do that again next week, obviously, because it's good luck. It's good karma. Then I get humble. In the 3 o'clock late session, I go 0-7. yes. We couldn't win anything. I lose on the Rams. Yeah, congrats, Bill. You were right on that one with the 49ers. The one that broke my heart, the Colts. That was a two-unit play for me because we backed that one on Twitter. How did they blow that lead? I have no idea. The Texans never never had a chance. Daniel Jones, I need like 20 more yards passing. They're in a prevent defense. Throw the ball. Get me 20 yards. He fell short, short on the passing prop. We lose on Jonathan Taylor, should have just played the rushing. I played the combo, came back to bite me. They never threw it to him. Then we lose on Robinson, the receiver for the Giants. So we go 0-7, and then I've lost all confidence. Then Sunday night rolls around. We played Romeo Dobbs. He gets it home for us. We hit two units on that since he also backed that one on Twitter. So let's go through the day. It was crazy. The sides go 2-3. and The totals go 1-0. The props go 9-3. and The Twitter vote, you guys did your job there. You go three and one. Final record for the day, we go 15 and seven, and we make $616.62 on the streakiest Sunday that I can ever remember. So now let's get to the card for Monday, and let's lead off with the World Series. So I won 12 straight bets in the championship series, and now in the World Series, I'm 0-2. Needless to say, my confidence has been shaken a little bit. But I'm going to stick to my guns here. Our play is a first five under on the Philadelphia Phillies under the one and a half runs at a plus 100. For Houston, it is Lance McCullers getting the call for the Astros. Just eight starts during the regular season, a 2.27 ERA, a 1.24 whip. Two starts in the playoffs so far, 
Six innings and no runs at Seattle. Five innings and four runs at the Yankees last time out. The Phillies are hitting just 220 against righties in the postseason compared to 264 against lefties. The same was true during the regular season. The problem for McCullers there, the power numbers are still strong and the ballpark does produce runs. McCullers pitched against the Phillies in his last start of the regular season. He went six innings, giving up just one run. I refuse to concede that everything is going to go over in this playoff series. So I'm going to play the Phillies under the one and a half in the first five at a plus 100. Next up on the card, we get to the National Football League. It is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns, and we're going to play the full game here. Yes, we're going to put our record on the line with a full game. We're taking the Browns plus the three over the Bengals. So division rivals meet with the teams heading in opposite directions. The Bengals have won two straight, winners of four of five, and five straight against the spread. Meanwhile, the Browns have lost four straight games, and their only two wins this season have been against the Panthers and the Steelers. Yet, I don't think the Browns are that bad. A lot of things have gone wrong for them, losing by one point to the Jets, by two points to the Chargers, and a pair of three-point losses this year to the Falcons and the Ravens. Both teams have significant injuries, but losing Chase is a big, big blow for the Bengals. Halloween night, I just have that feeling that I should expect the unexpected. The Browns have actually won four straight against the Bengals. I can't explain the 49ers beating the Rams, and I can't explain the Browns beating the Bengals, but I'm going to back the trend. I'm taking Cleveland plus the three over Cincinnati. Then two prop bets on this game. The first one is Amari Cooper for Cleveland, over 53 and a half yards receiving. So Cooper has gone over this number in four of seven games, and last week he did it with only four targets, so that was a good thing. He's had double-digit targets in four games this year, and I expect him to be heavily involved tonight. Side note, Cooper has scored in each of the Browns' home games this season, so if you like to play those anytime touchdown props, this maybe wouldn't be the worst one out there. Once again, we're on Amari Cooper over the 53-and-a-half yards receiving tonight. Then. It is Hayden Hurst, the tight end for Cincinnati, over three and a half receptions. This one's heavily weighted at a minus 130. So with Chase out of the lineup, Hurst should get some additional love tonight. Hurst has gone over this number in four of seven games and two of his last three. He's averaging 4.1 catches per game. The Browns did allow Tyler Conklin and Hunter Henry to go over this number at the tight end position. I'm going to roll the dice. I actually think Cincy will need to rally at some point. So we're on Hayden Hurst over the three and a half receptions at the minus 130. So let's recap your card for Monday. Well, if it's streaky, we're either going to win them all or lose them all. In Major League Baseball, we're on the Philadelphia Phillies under the one and a half runs in the first five at a plus 100. In the National Football League, we're on the Cleveland Browns plus the three over the Cincinnati Bengals. We're on Amari Cooper over the 53 and a half yards receiving. And we're on Hayden Hurst over the three and a half receptions weighted at a minus 130. So that's your card for a Monday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.